Hearsay, we're all skinny legends. Hearsay, your network is your net worth. Hearsay, business students got one day work week. You are listening to Hearsay on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Hey, hi guys. Welcome back to episode 7 of Hearsay. So, in case you didn't already know. So, yeah, we are basically... I mean, come on, there's only so much things we can think of beforehand. We talk about parents already, we talk about self-worth, we talk about all those things. So today we're just gonna... Continue from last week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the week before. Uh, continue from oh, the week yes, before. Yes. We're gonna read through some uh, headlines and give our takes. Because oh, I mean, there's only like, what, six of you listening to <laughs> us. <laughs> Fine. So, hi, welcome. Okay, so... I mean, uh, reason why we're doing this is also because it's the easiest way for us to talk about things. I mean, like what Pian Tong said, there's a lack of stuff to talk oh God, about already, so right? Honest, eh? we're yeah. so honest. <laughs> we're just, we're just straight up that we don't want to talk about. But I it, mean, you got a suggestion, you can... Hey, there's no comment section, right? I mean, you can just DM our Instagram. Uh. Yeah, DM us yeah. on Radio Pal. Say, hey, the hearsay, maybe they can say about this, say about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, take pity on us and just tell us. What do you want to hear? I mean, we can open up like an AMA and then they ask us and then we reply to their answers. Never mind, yeah. first headline, let's go. Okay. Soon. Would a four-day school week work in Singapore? No. Why? I don't know. Because we never tried before. So you know. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to have a four-day school. Wait, I thought Raffles have that now. I think they do. But like Wednesday is CCA program. day. But I think Oh yeah, 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 I heard from my friend. <coughs> but it's like mostly like they watch like it's like like all the e-learning stuff, like lecture and stuff. I think according to what my friends say, but I don't remember like word for word. This kind of thing is all so dumb. Will a four-day work will work? Of course it'll work if you want to make it work, what? Right? You just implement it, then things are still gonna continue, what? Right? But I think it means. Like, the intention is to have it for mental wellness, right? But then because the schools have, like, a fixed curriculum that they have to cover, then it's similar to, like, a mental wellness day, lah. As in, the teachers are just going to squeeze more in the other four days. And, come on, be honest, who the hell stops doing work during the weekends in so Singapore? That, that's, like, a reverse outcome of what they intended it to be, right? So, I don't think they can just implement it. No, as in, with every complex issue, any action has flip sides, right? Yeah, you get one more day off, but of course you have to do more, blah, blah, blah. This kind of, it's always give and take. Right? But of course, this whole mental wellness thing then begs the question of whether we are stripping people the chance of developing resilience. Right? I mean, how much one day or how, how much better can your mental wellness get just because you got one more rest day in a week? I think it can be quite a lot given that if you're going to take out one day of teaching, right, to do CCA stuff for teachers it'd be more chill because they just need to be there it's not necessarily like their uh-huh, they don't, yeah, teaching like profession break, uh. Uh, yeah. so it's not just for students I think like from what I hear right because I got my, my sister has friends in the teaching industry it's like a lot of them want to leave because it's so tiring then maybe you should ask would y'all prefer like having four days yes really in NUS I wouldn't eh? I, I'd rather five days I'd rather four days eh? Oh, interesting. But effectively, it's based on oh, how... interesting. <laughs> what? 
effectively it's based on how you plan your module so I technically have like a three day work week same I have three days I mean but other two days but the three days is just mati bro yeah back to back to back to back to back so it's like to us it doesn't matter because we have our like our own X number of days work week I heard this right they got like one day work (coughs) week that kind of of course lah these people study what Technically, CHS also can. It's technical stuff, yeah. <laughs> Bro, these people study what? How to use LinkedIn? How to use Excel? How to Google? Yeah, love Maybe you, their work people. is like networking. Like their network. Home. Your net worth <laughs> is your network. <laughs> Have you heard that saying before? Mm. Oh, you heard it here first. Not, not, not a business person. No. So they spend like, like they spend one day actually in school and the rest of the day they're just like maintaining their network. Maintaining their network? Yeah, go and party. <laughs> but that's true though. I mean, the club sell in the house. If you go and party, then you're thanking networking also. Right? You're still hanging out with your friends. You're networking. You know that feeling you get when you know you're trying to come up with an excuse or something? Yeah. yeah that's the feeling <laughs> now. I mean, it's quite interesting like this article. It's, it weighs the pros and cons and how like other countries are doing it. I mean, mainly for other countries, right? That one day free is for them to go and do community service. So it's more of like a multi-holistic, it's like a holistic approach to education. Uh. But then over here, like they were saying that, yeah, like what Pian Tong mentioned earlier, the RI on, right? So this this article <coughs> quotes the principal of RI saying that his students' A-level results in 2021 improved over those in 2020. <laughs> which is like cap, because yeah, he also acknowledged that most of his students were highly motivated. So obviously, I don't think there's a correlation between better performance and a uh, four-day work week. I feel that it's just going to be hard to implement. La. And you know Singaporeans, right? They love to complain. So when you implement something, right? You must be sure that it will only lead to good outcomes. Although you know that, like what you say, is a complex issue, right? Then it's not easy to mitigate everything. But Singaporeans, I feel like in general, are quite entitled. La. They want th- When like the government does something, they want it to be perfect. Yeah. So it's not easy to go about this. So do I think a four-day work week will work, right? <coughs> Why I said no at first was because... Lol, for the lol. <laughs> but I would personally love to have a... If I was still in JC, I would love to have it. But then let's think uh, different kinds of students, like the mugger cells, you know, the parents stack them with tuition, that kind. How would they respond to a four-day work week? One extra day to do tuition. Yeah, la. so like... Those, I mean, they confirm not gonna do CCA because just waste their time. They're just gonna take some like thing to boost their CV or what, community service club. What ah? What what are those clubs called? Got special name one. Community service. No, no, got this special name one. Apple. No, this all the JC the community service club. Rotorack, Rotorack. Ah, Rotorack or whatever. You think you helicopter ah, Rotorack? Uh, anyways, what the hell is Rotorack? Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> but yeah, I seen. What's it? I think it's good, lor, because it will force people to like develop an interest, which is I think solely lacking in our society. Like bunch of Singaporeans just have no interest. Why your interest? Oh, la, bubble tea. Why oh, it's so boring? I like, seriously, the conversations I hear people talk about like in the dining hall one or wow, I can slap myself. Oh, they talk about, hey, what internship you're going? Uh? Hey, what? Overloading this and what? Seriously, say, I'll slap them. And no wonder so many guys <laughs> single because of you losers, no interest. But I think also, like, 
it depends on the type of friends you have. For example, right, I can't go and talk to y'all about my, my interest, right? Because, first of all, you, the first time I met you, you really called me a weep. Huh, weep is not a bad thing, what? Eh, eh. Weep is a bad thing, I didn't know. Yeah, it is. Huh, really? It's a bad thing. Oh, sorry. I think I talked too loud. But yeah, it's actually... Uh, never mind. You can go back and think about huh? it. Really it's bad? actually really bad, yeah. Also, it's a bad thing. I didn't know. If you're not close, right? You call the person away, yeah, they go... S- huh, really, yeah? As in, it's They're like... They're gonna slap me there. I'm gonna yamete, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously, I can't talk to you about like all my interests, like K-pop or whatever, right? So, in the end, you all will find like common things to talk about. The easiest common topic is school, ma. It depends on how close you are with the friend, whether you think so. I think maybe in your case, right, those people, they are not very close. Superficial friendships, maybe. Or like, they don't really have anything no, else to No, no, about. I know them. I know them quite well, which is why I know they are boring AF. Like, at least you can tell you got interest in something, right? you're not like just some blank slate. But those people, I really, you see them, you know, like, what the hell is going on in their lives? Like, legit, I really did. Nothing is going on in their lives. Hey, what are you doing later? Oh, I have a project to run. What are you doing later? Oh, I have this uh, thing to study. So they're, like, they're just studying only? Yeah. And not for interest, not for passion, but just like, oh, study? Oh. Mommy told me study and study. I or? thought USB people be more woke. No, la. just weirder. <laughs> la. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. moving on. Oh, I, I'm burning a lot of people today. Yeah. But then again, we don't have so many... Listeners. Yeah, so it's okay, you know. All it takes is one listener. <laughs> oh no. Okay, next headline. Close friends are no help when it comes to looking for a job. A study of more than 20 million people suggests that you should look to acquaintances on LinkedIn, someone you don't know well enough to share a personal connection with, for the most employment opportunities. Agreed. Why? Makes sense. Nobody wants to see their friend do better than themselves. Damn. Is it that bad? I think what he says makes sense though because like in some area everyone wants has everyone has a bit of an inferiority complex <laughs> but isn't like no because you you want your friends around as friends you want them as a source of comfort as a source of support respite the moment they become your competitor it spoils everything what? but no but it's like Oh, do you know a low bank for each job? Then they just share. But whether you get a job and how much you earn is on your on you, what? No, but that uh, if I do that, I'm opening you up to competing with me, what? It might not have to be in the same industry. It's so easy for me to just not do anything. Okay, I seen like. Yeah, it can I, be. I think it's if it's different industry, of course, it makes sense, uh, Like if someone come up to me like, "Hey, you got low bank for like art or something," like, sure, oh. I hope you find her. Uh, but like. And then again, I'm not in any industry also. But yeah, as in like... That, that's if like you're, are, you're in the same like career path. <coughs> so this is the negative way to look at it. The positive way is also that, let's say I know I have this lobang, but I know this lobang is like, wow, this is a saikang lobang. It's kind of a tough job. Mm. I also wouldn't want to give it to my friend because I know like, eh. <laughs> that's one. Another one is, let's say I have this lobang. It's quite high stakes one. I also wouldn't want to give it to my friend because if my friend failed to perform, then it becomes it looks bad on me. Then it makes our friendship more complicated, you know what I mean? So for acquaintances, it's very easy for us to lobang here and there because it's very easy for acquaintances to make use of each other. Okay, I guess lah, because um, I get the part about the looking bad. Because I think like when your superior asks you to like show your friends, there's like that expectation that they are of similar standard to you. But then the thing is that it just makes things yeah. complicated. Yeah. 
Mm, it sounds a bit sad though. Do you think it depends on like the type of job? Cause like for really a personal experience, like for me, right, my friends, we all help each other get jobs. Like after A levels, right? Like my job was actually my friend's job, cause she left for another place. Then she helped me intro. Like she said, hey, I found someone. Like she told her boss, I found someone to replace me. And she just, she just like. She did that for her own benefit. Like, it's not for your benefit. Right? I mean, it could be for your benefit, la, but it also was also for her I benefit. I mean, I asked her. Yeah, yeah, then, like... I think that's fine, though. Like, for me, right, I also... I know a friend who, like, left the job, right? Then, I heard that that job got, like, need people. Then, I have another friend. Then, I just connect them, those sort of thing. Then, I mean, okay, I can say because I'm the one who did it, right? But I know that, like, we all, we just want to help each other. And they don't even know each other. So, like, I think for, like, those small, small jobs, like, part-time... Instead of those, like, like what you said, the like high-stakes one, like internships and stuff, I think, like, close friends still can. Uh. Of course, this is a generic study that generalizes and analyzes large volumes of data. La, and, of course, it's unique to our individual friendships and whatnot. Because I'm in NES, right? Then I also, I'm the director of some, like, external liaison thing. So my job is basically to find guest speakers. La. Then got a lot, I got a lot of entrepreneurial friends. Right? So I also ask them to come and, like, Talk. So hopefully to help them boost their like <coughs> outreach and whatnot also. So to me this is very okay. Like it's a natural thing. But when asking them I will still feel like, oh no, what if like they find this lame? What if they find like this troublesome? What if they think we never plan well enough? What if they think mm-hmm. our students wear sweat because most of them wear slippers and t shirt to class? These are my concerns when I asking my own friends. But when I ask random people that I met on LinkedIn, I'm like, oh, just come on. Eh, come on. Never mind, just come on. Mm. Anything. Uh. Oh, so that's like, oh. So it's just more complicated uh. when there's friends. Like, you know, I don't want them to come and like, I invite them to this event, and then they come like, eh, why all the participants wearing slippers and t-shirt? Mm. Eh, why this place so tray? NUSB still, this room looks so run down. <laughs> so it's more of like, the managing the personal side It's of just things, more uh. complicated. Uh. Okay, so actually in this research, right, they actually the reasoning for the strength of weak ties, right, is that you are most likely to know all the friends of a close friend, but few of the friends of an acquaintance. So if you're looking for a job, you probably already know everything your immediate neighborhood has to offer. So it's nothing new to you, and there's a reason why you didn't like go on to like any low bounds. That that's they not have. true. But then I don't think they say it's the weak ties which are your acquaintances that offer the most opportunities for new discoveries. No, I think it's. I think that translates into I shy to ask my friend. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be... I don't want this to complicate our friendship and blah, blah, blah. Where got such thing as, oh, I already know what everything's going on in my friend's circle, so I know there's nothing there, so I won't ask. Nonsense, right? You know what I mean? Okay, maybe... Uh, I don't really know this theory well, la, so... Like, if you context. need something, you'll definitely ask around your friend's group first. Like, hey, anyone mm. got a spare toothbrush? Right? No, like, oh, I, I know every single toothbrush that <laughs> all my friends have. Like, this is an analogy, la, but yeah, la, it's like... Mm. Yeah, agree. I don't know, what do you think, listeners? Six of you, what do you think? <laughs> eh, seven now. Hey, thanks for joining us, John. <laughs> you all got see the news about how <laughs> Meta found out they only got 38 users of the Metaverse. Huh? You know? No. You don't know? <laughs> so Meta... Yeah, they, they they were shocked to see that the Metaverse only has 38 active users. Who want to use it though? So yeah, exactly. So, so but sucks. bro, in the entire world, only 38 yeah. people using the Metaverse. And it's a billion dollar venture, no? Isn't like, isn't, aren't they trying to make it like the next 
thing. Yeah, but it's obviously thing. not going to happen. La. Oh. It's not. It's really not. Like, <coughs> it's so stupid. What the hell? You know, like, all the dystopian books, right? All, all the sci-fi books. They really talk about all this type of thing. And then you know it's not. No, it's not just that. Like, why the hell would I want to spend money on the thing? Go on, uh, to, to, to do what? To play Minecraft <laughs> in real life? <laughs> what the hell? Minecraft, I can fly. Eh? Metaverse, I can do what? Oh, okay, this sounds interesting. Why, why we mourn people we have never met? Uh, parasocial relationship uh. so it's just something empathy. about how when Queen Elizabeth died and then everyone feels sad from me- er, like members of the public felt sadness and grief but the thing is that they never really met this queen before personally or like they don't know her personally enough so why is it so uh, <coughs> this article says that the deceased meant something to us. I mean, it's, it's a very psychological read. Uh. So what do y'all feel? Do you, do you all actually feel sad when like, Queen Elizabeth died? No. No, right? Yeah. I was quite surprised that like, everyone like, whoa, uh, very, very big deal that she passed on all that. But, to me it's like, yeah, it's precisely I don't know her, right? I don't give a shit. Like, I don't feel sad. Plus, wasn't she part of the, like, the colonial era? Yeah, she's the she, one that did all the screwed up shit. Yeah, she colonized us, <coughs> la, basically. So, like, why am, I hap- why am I sad about the death of my colonizer? <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Yeah. What do you all feel? Oh, okay. I see. I, like, share first. So, I think there's... Okay, first of all, there might be a lack of knowledge. Like, honestly, I actually didn't... I know, like... That is Britain that colonized Singapore, but I don't know who exactly you know decided to do it. So uh, now I know. So I guess there might be a lack of knowledge, and then there's also a uh, societal expectations. Uh, like, you like some 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 famous person passed away, then there's this expectation that you should be sad, even though you don't care. Uh, but then, just because of this societal expectation, it, it kind of affects your mindset a bit, and then you just feel sad, even though technically you're not. Or like, you know, this survey, then maybe, maybe some people, they just, yeah, I'm sad. But then they are like not sad on the inside just because of this like expectation. So here's my thing on it, right? Because UK has been a monarch, monarchy for the longest of time. So of course, we Singaporeans won't understand. La. So what is a monarch? Monarch is a king or queen, right? The national anthem is literally God save the king slash queen, right? So to them, that figure is someone that they respect and a lot right and if you look kings and queens are not just placed there for nothing by right they are like you know respectable they are worthy they are wise and whatnot so that's one so of course they respect them another angle is that imagine you are this middle lower income worker dude in uk life is tough life is shack when things are hard what do you seek respite in God. Right? Naturally yeah. lah. Even if you're not religious when things are tough or like when you're in a bad situation like, hey, God, please help, please help. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So for them, they have a physical person feeling this shoe. Which is the royal family, the head of the royal oh, family, yeah, is the yeah. king or queen mm. And this physical person, of course, not just publicity, but is constantly like sending out messages to the people that they are ruling lah. Like, hey, mm. 
Limbu is here, don't worry, things will get better. You know, that's, I mean, at least that's the figure that they play what, in their society, right? Mm. Then they worship, not not worship, uh, God is, a uh, king and queen is what? Uh, they praise, right? They praise. Is it praise? Reverence. Uh. Yeah, they reveal the respect, uh, basically uh. the respect, the king slash queen. So there is, since young, there has been that idea, like building in them. Uh. Like you see, even random YouTubers like KSI, this random dude, he's like, he also like the queen a lot. Just because he's a, uh, because he's a UK person. But I feel like the whole reverence part is more of like the older generations. Yeah, but as in, who are you raised by? You are raised by the older generation. Right? So it's more or less in you, there will be some of that same respect and reverence. And of course, they, by right, carry themselves very well. Right? Like the queen, you know, is very elegant, very poised, very well-mannered, things like that. And of course, she's a role model. Right? Honestly, I don't think that they really revere the monarchy that much because I feel like it's a figurehead. It's not like, um, I don't really know any countries that the monarchy is a I know, leadership. it's not a figurehead. They don't actually do anything. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say, right? Which is precisely why they re- respect her more. Because all the bad policies, not her fault, no. Ah. I mean, that's true, la, but... I... Because, like, when you say it, it makes it sound like they're like the god emperor, you know? Like, no Game of Thrones, you can watch Game of Thrones. No. But as in, yeah, it, no, it's true. They are like the appointed by heaven to... They, no, that's in the China, right? but if it's English, but, I don't think it's... But it's like, God way. save the king, God save the queen, like, they are the next best thing to Lao Tian Ye. <laughs> no, I don't think right. so. It's because for them, like, they, they, they are quite a, mainly a Christian state, right? So, like, that's why they have like the, the God save the queen, blah, blah, blah. And... Like, they want the church to, like, approve lah. But I don't think, like, they are they are the God God Emperor. Because the God Emperor is, like, yeah, the living incarnation of... Oh, yeah lah. No lah. Not that lah. Because, like, if China, you talk about, like, China, yeah, Qin Shi Huang is like that lah. But for East Queen Elizabeth, right, it's, like, all hierarchy lah, man. But regardless, a lot of people respect and reveal her, even the most minute things. Like, I have this JC teacher, like, she used to study in UK or something. Mm. And she also was a big fan of, like, the royal family. Like, she'll analyze, like, wow, this... She's so well mannered like, on her Insta story like, and then I see like huh. oh, there's a lot of details. But it yeah, there is th- feel like there's definitely that respect and admiration for her like. I I don't know. I I can't, I'm not really convinced. I think about. it's a bit like the parasocial relationship, la. This is a very weird comparison <laughs> to make. But it's like, you know it's like you know your idols, right? You also feel something, right? And I think that that same tie can be like she's the first idol. No, <laughs> I want, but I don't yeah, think they're but... idol either. It's like okay, you know, like, you know the Thai monarchy. Like every restaurant house always got like a photo of the king, right, or the queen, a uh, king lah. King, king. Then yeah, then I guess if you say idolization lah. But this one right, the 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 queen Elizabeth right. If you know, you know some of the more rabak uh, Brits right, like the the ghetto one ah. They actually cast the, the queen out and all this stuff. Right? Like, those very jaded people. Lah. So, but whereas, you know, you go to Thailand, it's actually against the law to like... Oh, everybody loves the king in Yeah, Thailand. and you have to like really... Like Brunei also, everybody loves the king. Sultan in Brunei. Ah, uh, correct. It's like you need to... It's against the law to like be mm-hmm. against them, you know, slandering them. But in, in UK, it's not. Lah, and I, I don't know. Maybe I sh- you can think of it like celebrity. Yeah. Lah. You know, every, like, because they are technically a celebrity, right? Everyone is interested in, like, their life and stuff. Mm. So I guess there's also that kind of... So Plus, like, she's quite lovable, honestly. Uh, she has a nice sense of humour. 
you know, like one time a bunch of tourists like was touring, then they met her, then they asked, can you help us take a picture? Oh. Then <laughs> I think she took the picture for them. Then they were like, hey, so how long have you been here or something? Then she's like, oh, I've been here way long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they were like, oh, then you must have seen the queen a lot. How did you not know how the queen looks like? Then, 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 then she was. Then she she replied something very witty like I forgot like, but anyways, I think she's quite lovable person. Of course, she did a lot of nasty shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the African countries and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, next one. Why the body positivity movement risk turning toxic? Actually, everything is toxic. Yeah, because you're unhealthy and fat and you're not doing anything about it because everybody's encouraging you to love yourself and that you're beautiful but you're not, you're an ugly piece of fat. Okay, yeah. So I'll like ask, right? Um, do you, do you, you know, like, like they always say, like, those, like, girls, right, okay, they always like to say, oh my god, babes, you're so pretty, you're, um, you're just fine the way you are, when, like, got this, like, morbidly obese girl post on Instagram, that kind of thing, then, like, the female friends, I mean, like, that's a stereotype, lah, oh. that you always hear, what do you think about it? Don't know if two of us discuss this a bit like weird, lah, we can get, like, a bit misogynistic, yeah, <laughs> as the one girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, I think, as with anything, there will always be some part that is toxic. I think the idea, like the the original intention of this movement is actually quite empowering. Like, I, I don't remember the history of it, but I'm pretty sure there were good intentions behind it. It's just that as usual, as always, some people twist it and then, or they take it to the extreme and then it becomes whatever we see today. And then, because everyone, you know, like... People like to focus on the extreme and like, cloud chasing and stuff, right? Then you start to see the ex- like the extreme minority becomes the ma- it, it looks like the majority, and then everyone thinks that this movement is toxic. I actually don't have any like I've never like interacted with this movement before, because, oh uh, yeah. Have you ever seen something like that happen? No, no eh, like because my friends all skinny legends ah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what is skinny legends? <laughs> like skinny, yeah, skinny. They're, they're, they're all like, they're all like, they, they fit the stereotypical uh, body ideal, image. Yeah, the stereotypical body image. That's why, like most of them... time I hear skinny legends. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so I always call my friends that way. Yeah, so, because they fit that, right? That's why I don't really interact with it. I mean, the only one fat here that is, is Darren. Eh? Hey, hey, help, eh. <laughs> Man, man, y'all, y'all all at least go gymming and stuff. I think body positivity should be that you are doing... Like, I don't know lah. I think people need to go back, think about what was the original intention. And they need to, like... Also, you know, don't, don't like, you see this thing, then you're like, eh, hey! And then you start to... Hey. I don't know, start to, like... I don't know. I have to say it's a very female-heavy uh, movement. Uh. Like, you know... Because nobody cares about the mental health of guys, but... Um, it's true though no like it's more common amongst like, cause nobody cares about the mental health of guys but I, I would say it's cause of the toxic masculinity a lot of them get forced to work out they don't fall onto like that Um, it's okay to be no fat, cause nobody cares about the mental health of guys a girl can laugh at a fat guy a girl can turn down a fat guy's like a gu- fat guy can try to ask a girl for on a date and girl can just no no you disgusting fat Nothing gonna happen. But you flip, police come already, FBI come already. That's just the woke nature of society. Uh. No, it's, 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 I don't think it's woke, but I think it's just how men and women are different. Uh. 
as in, I think they are different based on how they handle their fatness issue. Really, man? I think, especially because this is written by uh, Ang Wong, right? Especially yeah, is it written by a woman or a man? Wait, wait, let's not make assumptions. Like, yeah, I, I'm not going to assume her pronouns. I'm <laughs> <la. laughs> no, <but laughs> not going to assume <laughs> her pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, wait. Not I'm saying that, yeah, yeah, like, okay, imagine, more often than not, right, if a guy knows they're fat, they're going to work out. But if a female thinks they're fat, right, yeah, they'll work out, but especially in this Western society, right, they will like to say, oh, I'm fine the way I'm, I am. And like, they are constantly being, has, have this idea reinforced by their friends. Oh my God, babes, you're but fine the way I you I think are. what Cheryl said makes sense. Like, the ma- minority becomes like, amplified as the majority. Oh. That's where you are getting your image. I don't think that's happening that often. Like, so far, I also haven't had any, I never see any like, such cases. I think it's our culture that is not, that doesn't make this thing. Like online, like. I also don't see a lot. Like. Really might yeah. be the yeah. like I don't know. I think in Asian countries, right? The st- the 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 ideal is still the uh, the you know the skinny uh, skinny legend type. So yeah, because yeah. we are more conservative in our uh, ideals. As in everything good becomes bad when there's too much of it. Right? You know the Chinese saying "wu ji bi fan." Every anything becomes bad when there's too much of it. Mm-hmm. So body positivity, of course, is a good thing, lah. Like you know. Just because you're a bit chubbier, you're a bit rounder, just like me, doesn't mean you're like fat and whatnot. Right? Just you should be comfortable with who you are. But of course, when you become like morbidly obese, <laughs> when the word morbidly is used to classify you, <laughs> that becomes something wrong. Because ah. if you look at it objectively, you are a health burden now. The state has to spend more money on your health care. Confirm lah, when you mobile a bit, something gonna clog up in you. <laughs> so, yeah lah, so... That, that just becomes a level of self, self-unawareness, ignorance, and irresponsibility lah. I think the the one potential problem with body positivity... Uh, not, not, try, not trying to trash it, but it's like the criteria lah, like... Why, why, why is the criteria for like healthy being your body shape? Because some people like they got a lot of muscle, but then they also like mm. they are not like 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 yeah, how you so skinny, how to have muscle, right? Yeah, so that's body that's, positivity. Yeah, that's like that's also some, yeah. So some people they forget about that, and they think that oh, the main point should be your health, whether you are healthy or not. Okay, so in this article, they say that many are now moving away from body positivity, and they are more on getting behind the idea of body neutrality. So rather on focusing on physical appearances, neutrality is the idea that we can exist without having to think too much about bodies one way or the other. Isn't that worse? Anything? I think that's, yeah, that's worse. No, of course, body positivity is like, from, if I'm not wrong, uh, it's more to do with like your body image must be a certain type of way, that kind of thing. Yeah, but this neutrality is just uh, being okay with the way you are. Which I also think is a bit concerning because like, you're going to propagate this idea to like someone who's morbidly obese, right? Then they are going to suffer the health consequences. Lah, but they'll think it's okay. I mean, if they're fine dying early, yeah, sure. But Yeah, but the thing is, my taxpayer money going to your dialysis, right? Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, the, but the one thing is that yeah, body toxic, body positivity. A lot of the activists actually start targeting not the models and whatnot, which I think is quite toxic. Uh, you know, like hey, you're so skinny, that's so unreal. Mm. But the thing is, the model is real. What? 
just that they did a lot of things that you can't manage to do to get there. Mm. They should focus on the the modeling industry, like like they have to diet a lot and then mm. do a lot of very concerning stuff just mm. to like maintain their body shape, right? Mm. I think that's what they should be targeting instead of the models themselves who are like victims in a sense. That's true, but also right, a lot of them they do it because they want to look that way, right? It's not like someone forced them to. Ah, okay. That also, that also. And also, why do they earn so much money? It's because they look that way lah. So, I mean, it's, I, I guess it's quite natural. Like, you have to be special to stand out. Ah. And for them to be special, they had, of course, it's not comfortable and whatnot for them to like diet and whatnot lah. But, I mean, if, that, if you have chosen to make that your career, then naturally that will be like the price you have to pay lah. Mm. Hello. So I guess to round up today's episode, <laughs> uh, I guess we can end on body neutrality, whatnot. Look, you must be aware of how you look like because it is only naturally human to be self-aware. We must all be self-aware, right? So if you are fat and you are aware of that and people call you fat, don't get angry. They are just pointing out a fact because you clearly know how to not be fat. Unless you got some health condition, then... Pice, bro. <laughs> but like, you know, if you are fat, you choose to be fat, then just live with it lah. Don't... Yeah, I also don't know what I'm trying to say. When but people like... point it out also, like, they have to point out, like, they actually, like, mean well. Not yeah. just, like, he, you know, trying to put you down. Mm. I can say, because uh, I've been made fun of being fat for all my life, uh, even though I wasn't fat. So, I guess I'm one of them. <laughs> I got an F pass. I also was quite fat when I was in primary school, secondary school. Then, yeah, I only mean, started working out. La. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I largely agree for y'all. When people call you fat, right, it's not because they're hating. <laughs> okay, maybe some of them are hating, la, but look in the mirror, right, Some there, there's no smoke without a fire. There's some part of you that lends credence to the fact like they can call you fat. La. Yeah, they are not the ones that put the cookies in your mouth. Correct, yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, not saying that, not saying that it's bad to like be a bit chubby or whatever lah. Yeah, la. but if you are, live with it lah. Yeah. Cause it's your own body, your choice lah. No one shove cocaine into your mouth. La. You need to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. If you're not happy being caught fat, then work on it. Yes, correct. Take a walk, eat an apple. Okay, this week we're gonna have a short episode, cause everyone's pretty busy with their lives. So with that, we come to the end. Uh, thank you to our Thanks. six viewers for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe six minus one. Uh. Hey. No, they, they go work out, you know. Hey. Oh. Hey. No, they can listen to us while they work out. We changed their life after the yes, first yeah. second. Hey, one more rap, one more rap. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Bye.